DC, we gonna be all right. And when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the face down. I'm at the level, you All right, all right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Real Sports Show, everybody. I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet, and I got live here on the den with DJ Curry. Yeah, what up, what up, what up? Yo, man. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Real Sports Show, everybody. Y'all know we back live in the den. All right, so we're going to jump right into this thing here. There's been a lot of things going on in the past two weeks. As we all know, you know, um, with the name changing, uh, with the name change in Washington, there's been a lot of ups and downs with this name changing. The Washington Redskins have also retired the name Redskins in D.C. This past week on on Monday morning, they um, as of Monday, the name has been retired. So, DJ Curry, let me get your insights on that. Well, in the, in the words of the song, it's so hard to say goodbye <laughs> to yesterday. But yes. this is the dawn of a new day. So, at the end of the day, like like I said earlier, when I was talking to some of my coworkers about it, at the end of the day, you can't change history. So at the end of the day, that history of the Redskins is still going to be there no matter what. Even though they're changing the name and logo, whatever, it don't make a difference. That history is still going to be there. Right, right, right. Change. So at the end of the day, whether he was pressured into change or whatever, I, I believe if you really want to change a culture of a team, you have to change. Not only just change whatever's in the front office or players or coaches, but you have to really do the necessary steps to really make a change and change the culture. And this is just another step added to changing the culture of the team. That's how I look at it. Well, I look at it in two different directions, in two different eyesights nowadays. Um, you know, I look at it very much in two different eyesights. I'm going to tell you my first eyesight I see it in, you know, I love the history that we had in Washington, D.C. I love the history. And I love the history of the Washington Redskins so much that the anticipation of wanting the Dallas Cowboys to come to town, the anticipation of going to Dallas's house and beating them in Dallas's house and in our own home, you know, it made me excited. It, it got me ecstatic. And I love that rivalry. I loved it. I loved it. Even though at the end of the day, the Dallas Cowboys took the rivalry by storm, you know, 
Um, we hit them where it counted. We hit them in two divisional games. We hit them once in the conference game. You know, and, and we did a lot. The Hogs, the Hogs took over Dallas, and they beat Dallas down with the offensive line. Um, the defense took on Dallas and beat Dallas down. The division was sweet, you know. But um, like I said before, and I was I was talking to my coworkers as well too, and I was talking to a lot of people as well, getting a lot of viewpoints and vantage points on this name change, you know. Um, like you said, DJ, you know, it's it's time for a change and change needed to come. This team has been on a losing streak for the past five seasons. I want to say five seasons because of the fact longer that than, I, longer than that. Yeah, I want to say longer than that, though. But, you know, I want to just say this team has been on a losing streak. And I do believe, although I'm going to tell you all my point of view in, in the eyes, in my second pair of eyes, that I had to see this through. I do believe in my first set of eyes that if we was winning Super Bowls or we were winning games and we was competitive every single year, this name would not have been changed. I do believe that. This name would have never been changed had we have been winning and been competitive in the limelight. Mm-hmm. No, he was being talked about a lot. Yeah, everybody was still called for the name to be changed. Yes, it was um, whatever the case may be is. But I do believe that this name would have not been changed so drastically like it did now. And partnerships would have never wanted to leave the Washington Redskins alone because of the fact that matters they was on a win streak. Mm-hmm. They was on a win streak. But also, too, is in my second pair of eyes that I had to put on myself, after I got that out the way, this name, Redskins, comes from two two different generations of time. It comes from one generation where, you know, whites back in the day, the colonists back, I mean, the, uh, the pilgrims back in the day, they took over the land. And they gave him the name Redskins in the dictionary as a derogatory name. Mm-hmm. This name was derogatory from the beginning of time before, before the, it, it, it originated as an evil name. This mm-hmm. name has been evil. The Native the Native American spoken. They got what they wanted. You know what I mean? They got the change that they wanted and they got the change that they needed. Mm-hmm. Now, do I find the do I personally find the name racist or offensive? In my first pair of eyes, no, but in my second pair of eyes, I do find the name a kind of a little bit offensive. I do find it offensive because of the way it was defined in the dictionary. I find it offensive the way it was defined as people used it. I do define his name as a racist because of the fact of way uh, the fact of the matter is of uh, how the name was created and how the name was used. Mm-hmm. But if but if you look at the name and you look at the history of this team, this team took pride in history over that name. This team took something that was offensive and turned it to a a a a, a promising thing 
All they had to do was keep winning. But you win some and you lose some battles. Right. At the end of the day, we're going to win some and we're going to lose some battles. The history I grew up on was the culture. The history that I grew up on was a winning team. I grew up with this team since I was young. I grew up on this team name since I was young. And so did you. Of no doubt. No doubt. Right. So my my point is, is that I know I'm going back and forth on it, but I had to see it through the straight eyes of the people. And we have to give the people what they want. And sometimes that means sacrificing so that way we can get back on a win streak. That means we can get back to winning and doing something positive and we can get all the distractions out the way. Right. If this was the biggest distraction in the history in the history of our team, if this name was such a bothersome to the team, mm-hmm. then go ahead and change it. Let's get the distraction out the way. Let's drop that bombshell and get the distraction out the way. I'm glad you said something Rather about a bombshell. Because mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm about to throw a bomb in this. Now, this is the part that I don't get. Right now, they keep mm-hmm. saying that the Redskins name was derogatory. Everything, right? Right, right, right. So, how come, if this name was so derogatory, correct? Correct. Why, in 1971, did a Native American design the Redskins logo? Well... See what I'm saying? If this was so derogatory, then that logo wouldn't get get wouldn't have gotten designed. Wrong. Or that right? is so true. Wrong. Or right? That is true. That's now, true. This is my. That thing. is true. Now, if you want to take mm-hmm. it back a step further, before they changed their name to the Redskins, they were called the Boston Braves or whatever. Am I correct? That is correct. And then they would have. And then they, they changed from the, the Braves to the Washington Braves. And then they changed from the Washington Braves to the Washington Redskins. Now, before that That's logo right. and everything was even designed, why back then they didn't say that the word Redskins was derogatory? Well, I, like I said, we, we live in a different culture in a different time. I'm just saying. Back I'm, then, that's just me. Just that's just me doing thinking in my head. I'm like, okay, if this is so derogatory as of right now, why wasn't this so derogatory right. back then when the name first came out? That is so true, you know. But and then the family, but not even just but that. The family then, came out and said something too. Okay, but not just that. But that makes you think. Okay, everybody's saying something about it now, but and what I'm looking at, I could be wrong. Is like what I'm saying is like I said. If it was so derogatory, why wasn't it derogatory back then? But also, too, we don't know what the case was back in them days because we wasn't born then. So right, it could have right, been right. it could have been talks about it back then too. It could have been. It could have been. We, a don't, lot of talks we about don't. We don't. We don't know. But my thing is right. now, right now, through all the years, I haven't really heard nothing about it until it got to what twenty thirteen. Correct. Then all of a sudden, it surfaces about changing the name. So you know, yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I'm good with the change because, like I said, we need a full culture change. We need to get rid of whatever and start fresh. We need to. We do. We, we do. need to because I and believe like, that that name is cursed, which is why we haven't been winning. I do believe the name was cursed though, because like I like like it was said before, and it was said again. 
that, you know, we would not win any Super Bowls or we would not go into any championships until that name is erased from history. Until that name gets changed, we would not win at all, period. Now, I am the biggest Redskins fan, one of the biggest Redskins fans that I, 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 I believe so. You know, but like I said before, and I'll say this again, the family has spoken up. The family that, that created the name has spoken up. The son has spoken up about this. And he mm-hmm. said, you know, sometimes, you know, we didn't we didn't put this name out here to, you know, make it derogatory. It wasn't a derogatory thing. It was never to be meant as a derogatory name or as a derogatory logo. This logo was built off the family's back these Blackfoot Native American back. It was built off of that, and the name was built, I mean, the, and the logo was made off of Blackfoot Native American as well. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as that is concerned, we all know George Preston Marshall was a racist at that time frame. Yes, of course. He was the biggest racist of them all. One of the yeah, biggest racists of them it, all. We, was the, we were the last team to actually integrate and have Black people on the team. Exactly. So, with that being said, you know, was it was it meant to be? What did he did? You know, what did George Preston Marshall think was going to happen, or what was he, what was he thinking about when he came up with the Washington Redskins? Um, when he gave when he took on the Washington Redskins name and logo, well, I wonder what was going through his head. Was it was it meant to be a racist thing? Was it meant to drive people crazy? Was it meant to do this? Was it meant to do that? Because when did we start mixing politics into sports? Exactly. That's what I say. It's a lot of factors that go into this whole thing. I'm not ashamed of the name changing. What I'm ashamed of is, is that, you know, why did it take so, I mean, how long was it going to take? before everybody just wanted to pull out. You got minority investment investors that's invested into this team, the minority owners in this team pulling out. You got Nike pulling out. You got FedEx pulling out. You got all these companies that are trying to willing to pull out just so they can get a name change going not, on so people can Not sell. even just that. We just you got three minority owners that that wants to sell their shares in uh, for the franchise too. Exactly. So, I mean, it's been a lot going on here. It's been really a lot. Um, You know, with Larry Michael also retiring today, the play-by-play announcer that retired today, you know, it's been a lot. Larry Michael. So, just the thing. Glad you brought that up. Do you think Larry Mm -hmm. Michael knows something that we don't know which caused him to retire, or do you think he was really ready to retire? Because I don't get it that, you know, ever since we was Redskins, he's been the, the you know, the red, the Redskins head man as far as everything with the shows, the radio, everything. And then all of a sudden, as soon as we do this name change, and all of a sudden he just go ahead and goes and retires. So do you think it's more than, do you think he knows more than what we know right now? Or do you think he was just like, it's, he's ready to just hang it up? I I don't want to be the one to speculate on anything, but it does seem ironic, though. 
if, if you had to guess it, it does seem ironic. Name change, Larry Michael retires. Name change, he leaves. If the name wasn't changed before, he stayed. So I don't want to speculate on that too soon because I haven't, we haven't heard any other reports about Larry Michael and why he retired, why he did this, why he did that. But it, it, it was... It's just something that's just strange going on in D.C. I think it's a real cultural change about to hit D.C. real fast and real smooth whenever this, um, at whatever time frame we believe that the name will change. And once this name does change, I'm sorry, everybody. Once this name does change and we find out what the new name is going to be, whether it's Red Wolves or whether it's the Warriors. I don't know. I think we're going to find a new announcer. Yeah, we will. I mean, don't get me wrong. He'll be missed. But, I mean, like I said, we have to move on. I mean, we can't really sit back and dwell on these things. We have nah. to move on. But like but I said, the name also, changing. Mm-hmm. We, if you haven't known, we hired Don Warren. Yep. And I don't know if his name was Eric Stokes or whatever to the front office, too. Yeah. Because they fired Alex Santos and whoever the other guy was that they fired. Right. Now, these things is speculate. I mean, spec, uh, spectatable. Or I shouldn't say spectatable, but these things right here. I don't know what's going to happen in Washington. This team has no name right now. It's just Washington. And I want to know your take on whether the team should name themselves Red Wolves or should the team go ahead and name themselves the Warriors. The Warriors is is standing out the most right now. Yeah. But the thing is – if you really ask me just by from what I've seen as far as design-wise and everything, I'm really liking Red Wolves. I'm really digging the Red Wolves. Yeah. I really am. But we don't know yet. And then on top of that, they're saying he's been having names trademarked for a while that we can that we can use, but I don't know if they, ha- they haven't came to a decision yet. See, but... My thing about it is, see, the Warriors, when you think of the Warriors, you're thinking of Golden State. Yeah. Automatically. I'm going to think of Golden State. When you talk about, oh, man, did you see the Warriors play yesterday? What you talking about, the basketball team? Nah, man, the Washington Warriors. Nah, I don't know nothing about them. But I, if you heard, if you came up to somebody and, or somebody came up to um. If you came up to somebody, if you came up to somebody or somebody came up to you, you'd be like, yo, man, did you see the Red Bulls play yesterday? Oh, man, that team was beast mode yesterday, wasn't they? They was going downfield. They was marching yesterday, man. You heard on the Wolves howling yesterday? Now, see, that's something mm-hmm. that can change. That'll be a cultural change in D.C. right then and there. And I had to agree with Fred Smoot on that one, too, because – I have never heard of a Red Wolf or a Red Wolf team, except for the Timberwolves in basketball. The, the, you know, the Minneapolis Timberwolves or whatever they call it nowadays. 
The Minnesota Timberwolves or something like that, though. Yeah, but Minnesota. see, huh? Yeah, I say yeah. They're uh, Minnesota. Yeah, the Minnesota Timberwolves. But see, when you get the Washington Red Wolves, and you hear everybody in the, in the crowd going "ow," out there, man, I think that speaks volume. Yeah, that's something new. That's something that's going to speak volumes out there. And you got to play like wolves out there now. You got to change the whole dynamic of the background in the stadium. You got to change. You got to change the, the the motivation when you come into the stadium now. Because when you come in the stadium, if you if you change this team, you got to change this team on something that is on principle. Like mm-hmm. when I say you got to add some value into the name HTTR. Man, that's gonna be something that's gonna be extraordinary, man. And like I said though before, this team is gonna be on a winning path. I guarantee I, I will have to say this team is gonna get off a little rocking, but they're gonna start winning some football games this year or next year, one of the two years. It's gonna be a process, they have to take it slow, but we're gonna see what happens. But just to throw a little a nugget out there. To throw a nugget out there, if you didn't know, Daniel Snyder, his sister, and his mom, they own 60% mm-hmm. of the franchise. Right. I don't know if anybody I don't know if anybody knew that. But they own 60% of the franchise. And also, the stadium FedEx Field back in 1998. They signed a 27-year deal for $205 million. Which is why... Say that one more time. I said, if you didn't know, back in 98, when Daniel Snyder first bought the team, uh-huh. and, you know, they got their new stadium, FedEx Field. Right. They, they contracted a deal for FedEx to be the name of the team with the CEO of FedEx. For it was and it was a twenty-seven year deal for two hundred and five million dollars. And also, the CEO for FedEx is also a minor a minority shareholder in the franchise, and he's been that since two thousand three. All right, yeah, uh, DJ Curry, we had a little technical difficulties here a little bit though. Um, connection problem a little bit though. You got to reiterate that again. Okay, I said, if no, if you didn't know, back in 1998, right, Daniels when Daniel Snyder bought the team, mm-hmm. him and the CEO Fred Smith contracted a deal for the stadium to be named FedEx Field. The contract, the de- the details of the contract was it was a 27 year deal for 205 million dollars, and right. also, also. Fred Smith is also a minority shareholder in the franchise. And he's been that minority shareholder since 2003. Correct. Just so if anybody didn't know that, now you know. You heard it on the Realist Sports Show. On the Realist Sports Show. But see, you know, like I said before, and I'll say this again, you know, it, it it's, it's something that's going to have to change the D.C. Yeah. But look at it on the bright side, too. It may be an opportunity as first to be back in D.C. That would be a nice spot to go back to D.C., go back to RFK Stadium where the Wolves can play at. 
And I don't um and to be honest with you, I really don't mind it. Honestly, I don't either. I would love to actually be in RFK Stadium watching a Redskins football game. I mean, ooh, excuse me, a Washington football <laughs> game. Cause back yeah, then exactly. we never we never got a chance to experience that. But from the stories I've heard, right, right. They, it, the stories RK I heard, stadium, they used to rock. <laughs> they would be right. so loud that you would feel the stadium shaking. Yes. And that's and those, what we need to get back six, to. Those 60,000 plus fans that be in that stadium, man, made that stadium rock. Yes. But moving right along, though, Calvin Harmon. One of the Redskins' premier rookies oh, this year has gone down with an injury to his leg. Oh, Jesus! So he'll be out of he'll be out of the game. He'll be out this year for the entire year, and the Redskins are really looking forward to um um we, we're going to need Josh Gordon. Okay, as a sidebar to him. All right, so okay. I do feel bad for Kelvin Harmon because I was actually interested in seeing how he was going to do this year. I was really looking forward to seeing what he can really do. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know, his stats last season, he had 30 catches for 365 yards, but he didn't have no touchdowns, which is a bummer. Right. I mean, he would have had some touchdowns, of but course. you know he had some drops, but we ain't going to talk about it. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that one. But I was really interested in seeing but, exactly how it was going to be with him playing in his second season. Right. But I don't mind Josh Gordon or AB coming to DC, though. I really don't mind it. You know what I mean? It's it's something that's going to be unique. And Dwayne Haskins has worked out with both of them in this offseason. More so A.B. than Josh Gordon, though. But, you know what I mean? Though it, It's something that I would love to see the chemistry work out with them, too. That That's a player that can stretch the field. That's a player that can get off the – I mean, you know, get on his routes. He could break a route in a heartbeat. He can get over on these rookie, uh, these rookie cornerbacks. And we need somebody that can stretch the field like that. Mm-hmm. We really do. We, I mean, it, if you think about it, man, we really need somebody that can stretch the field out there, man. And we really need somebody that can help out um, Terry McLaurin when he goes downfield like that. When he didn't open, open on the sidelines too. We need somebody that's going to catch the ball. We need somebody that's going to get us receptions. Dallas ain't playing no more. Dallas has Amari Cooper, but they got a quarterback issue going on in Dallas right now that we'll get into later on in the show. Right. Now, but it's my thing. Right. hmm I understand they're linking us to Josh Gordon. I get it. Right. But we don't know if he's going to be reinstated right now because that's still pending and up in the air. He hasn't been reinstated yet. Well, both so, players haven't been reinstated yet, and that's A.B. and Josh Gordon for right now. A.B. is dealing with, um, with court cases. Josh Gordon is dealing with uh, weed issues. 
Okay, so with that being said, in your honest opinion, who would you rather have? I already know who I'm going for. If I had to really honestly pick to reinstate, I'm going to go with Josh Gordon because I think Antonio Brown needs some time to get himself together, get right, and get equipped to, you know, to get back into the game for next season. I think for right now, I think Josh Gordon has given us the better shot at winning games for right now, though, because he's a talented hell of a player, and he get he gets off the ball. Like I said, he gets off the ball real quickly. He can stretch the field out. He can break routes. Both corners – I mean, both receivers are, are – very, very talented. But for right now, I think Josh Gordon gives us the best chance for right now. I I see that. But I would have to go with Antonio Brown. Okay. For well. one, for one, look at the production on the field. Okay. But look at the Josh production Gordon, off field. Both of them are terrible off the field. Right. Let's be honest. But one had weed, one had domestic issues. Yeah, I get that. But at the end of the day, Antonio Brown never failed a drug test. Josh Gordon fails plenty of drug tests. So that's an issue. This is true. That's an issue. With the league that tests you, that's an issue. Because honestly, even even though that season that Josh Gordon had in Cleveland when he had over 1,600 yards, he could have been high that season. I don't know. But at the end of the day, if he was high, he put up some high stats. I ain't going to lie. It was good. But at the same time, like I said, you get in trouble. Both of them, like I said, both of them had trouble pass. But Antonio Brown never failed a test. And at the end of the day, if you really want to make a splash and you really want a playmaker, of course, you got Antonio Brown, who was arguably the top receiver until he, you know, had to, you know, did what he did. He was arguably the best receiver in the league. Now, with him being out the picture, All right, now you have a debate yours. between. You came oh, in man. a little broken up a little bit, though, man. Well, a little bit well, of a connection like problem saying. there. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. All right. Like I said, Antonio Brown was the best, was the top receiver in the NFL. Since Correct. he's been gone, now it's it's like a three-way tie between DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Thomas, and Julio Jones. But Julio fell off last year a little bit, though. He still had over 1,000 yards. He did, though. That indeed he did. But, though, but he, Julio, Julio Jones has been consistent. But he's been consistent every year. This is true. And so has D-Hop. So has oh, yeah. uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Michael Thomas is doing his thing. And DeAndre Hopkins is definitely doing his thing. Right. So, right now, if you look at all three of them, who you think is the best receiver in the league right now? If I had to pick, I would say Michael Thomas. That's a good choice. <laughs> That's a good choice because I'm going to say the same thing. I don't have to go with Michael Thomas or anything. He's reliable. He's more reliable than any other receiver oh, yeah. that I've seen. Definitely reliable. Right. So Definitely okay. reliable. Like I said, though, so I would have to take Josh Gordon for real, for real. I'm going to take Josh, and I know why you're taking A-B, but I'm going to have to take Josh Gordon for right now, though, man. I think uh, 
if AB can get his head on straight before the season starts or if they can reinstate him before the season starts, then I'll definitely go with AB. But for right now, I'm going to take Josh Gordon because Josh Gordon has a better chance of getting back in the league than AB for right now, though, because AB had a lot of off the field yeah. and a lot of on the field issues and some problems with some GMs and, uh, you know, on the sidelines. So I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. Josh Gordon never really disrespected the GM or anything in that nature. He just disrespected himself by smoking a lot of weed and got himself off the field. Right. Kind of issues. You know, AB took it to a whole nother level when he was on whatever he was on or doing something that he was on, uh, but then, doing, whatever the case may be. But then not just Kelvin Harmon you lost. You probably lost Cody Latimer, too. Yeah. The, I will have to say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, potentially, you're going to need some receivers. So, hell, if both of them get reinstated, why not go out to both? Shit, why not? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, why not just keep that damn Trey Quinn? Shit, it, it doesn't really make a difference. Nah, I think Steven Sims already gave him the boot and put him out the door. Well, we got plenty of receivers. We got, well, we, ain't, we haven't really seen what our rookies can do anyway. And uh, Golden, uh, Andy Gold, I mean, Gandy Golden or whatever his dad going name is. Oh, yeah, yeah I seen him. I seen him. In a couple of videos, you know, out there working out with Dwayne Haskins, that one-handed catch was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. Beautiful, so yeah. So yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it's one of the things where, like I said, I think there's well, to sum this all up for a minute before we move on to Dak Prescott for a second. To sum this all up, I think there's gonna be a there this year is the year for a big cultural change hit. And I do believe that this year is going to be where we're going to see some type of mega change in D.C. And I think this team is going to be wound up and ready to roll this year. And with the new name that's coming in, let's see how it goes. Yep, that's all we can do. You know, we're we, we going to try – we're going to test the waters with this. We're going to really try to see if the name changing is going to be effective or we're going to see if the name changes defected, I mean, defects the team and their motivation, how they do things, where they go with things, and how they're going to do things going forward. Just going forward. Okay. But everybody, we're going to take a brief, brief, very brave, brief commercial break here. Um, We'll be right back with more of the Realist Sports Show, everybody. Hey, y'all. It's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Tone. Financially Tone provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. You heard it here first on The Realist Sports Show. All right, everybody. Thank y'all for welcome back to the Riddle Sports Show, everybody. Um, all right, so we have just talked about the Redskins 
changing their names, about the injuries that's going on in the team right now, and a lot of different things that's going on in Washington. So as we get back towards moving forward to our next topic, which is Dak Prescott, DJ, give me your honest opinion. What do you think Dak Prescott really wants now that you've seen uh, that now that you're seeing Patrick Mahomes become a multi-millionaire right now well, has a multi-million contract right now. I'm gonna tell you really, really wants. He really wants to get his ass out of Dallas. I tell you that. <laughs> I tell you that. Because for one, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? In a previous show, what did I say? I said when Patrick Mahomes get this money. Yep. It don't matter what type of contract you throw. It will ne- it's not going to add up to Patrick Mahomes. It's not. Correct. And what did I tell you? I said Patrick Mahomes will be the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And technically, what is he now? The highest paid quarterback in the NFL. In NFL history. In, in a, well, in NFL history, yes. Yes. So with this contract, you know, looming over Dak's head, they didn't get a deal done before the deadline. So he's going to play on his – his franchise tag was $34.1 million. He's playing on that. Right. So following next year, he's not going to be able to get the money he's looking for because, for one, Dallas don't really have the salary cap number. Well, from yeah, what he, I'm he, hearing now, from what I'm hearing now is Dak Prescott wants a 19-year, 19, 19 $1 billion deal. The 19-year, 19, 19 $1 billion deal. You know that was all – for play, right? That wasn't well, serious. I, that, well, well, I don't know if it's for play, play, whether it's serious. That, that wasn't talk. serious because there's no way he's going to get $1 billion when you ain't producing out of that thing. Sorry. Well, that is true, though. Sorry. But Patrick Mahomes only produced two good seasons, though. Let's 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 really dissect this. Okay, let's, really be honest. let's really be honest with this. Do you think Patrick Mahomes really deserved $500 million? Of course he did. Because he, of one yeah, on, Super Bowl on, ring? Hold on. It, it don't matter. He got the playoff wins and the Super Bowl ring. What do Dak have? Nothing. So, can, can, hold on. And then on top of that, what did I tell you how you really make your money? You have to produce in the playoffs. Correct? That is correct. He did okay. produce in the playoffs. The past two seasons. And got him a Super Bowl win. Okay, the past two seasons, what did Patrick Mahomes do? He went to the, playoffs, to the playoffs, correct? Exactly. He lost one, one year and got him there the next year. He did, but they lost in the divisional game that first time. They lost in the divisional – I mean, the uh, championship game. That is correct. Correct? Correct. Okay. He still took them to the playoffs. They was close to getting to the Super Bowl. Then what did he do? He followed up the next year, took them all the way to the Super Bowl and won. What has that, that – What has that – That took them to a division game once. I mean, once yeah. or twice. His playoff record is one and two. Not going to get you paid, buddy. Not going to get you paid. You have to win games. It don't matter. You win regular season games, cool, whatever. But that doesn't matter. What matters is getting to the playoffs and getting to the Super Bowl. And right now, he cannot get them to where he needs to get them to because he can't produce. He's terrible in the playoffs. Terrible. That he is. So, Terrible. what does this mean for Lamar Jackson? Because Lamar Jackson has beaten Patrick Mahomes, has had a per, has had a beautiful, beautiful comeback season last year, 
and he took his team to the playoffs, but he just lost in the division around. Okay, as far as Lamar, it's the same thing. Lamar has to get to the playoffs, and they have to win playoff games, and he has to take them to the Super Bowl for him to get paid. I'm telling you, for a quarterback to get paid, you have to make it to the Super Bowl. Or playoffs, you have to be consistent every year. You have your play on the field has to be great to get there. Out of out of the whole time Dak has been in the league, this has arguably been the best season he's had since he's been in the league. This is correct, but this is the first year that he had really sustainable receivers this year too. It don't matter. No matter what type of receivers you got, you still had to produce regardless. This is true. This is true. I mean, I've seen quarterbacks do it with less. Washington, Patriots, you know, and so on and so forth. But like I said, though, with Dak Prescott deserving the money that he may or may not get, uh, time will tell what what this season would look like for him. Or time really, if he if we make it into his NFL season this year, time can only tell what we would look for in Dak Prescott's play how he chooses to play the game this year, or if Andy Dalton will step in and take his spot this year. I will tell. Mm-hmm. But like I said. So, I mean, we're looking at the cracks. We're looking at the, the... It's all going to depend on what Prescott can do, how he manages to play throughout the season and gets to the postseason. And then play oh, what there, play take like? Dak and, the... and and take them to the Super Bowl. That's how Dak's going to get paid. But right now, he's playing on the franchise tag or whatever. After this one season, he's a free agent again. Like I said, Dallas doesn't have really the cap space to really sign Prescott like that. Why? Dak doesn't they, reason why I say that is because they wasted a lot of money on Amari Cooper, and then they did mm-hmm. that extension with Zeke. And then on top of that, they had to pay the offensive lineman. This is true. So and Dallas the defensive really lineman. Uh, predict- so, for a really bad predicament. Exactly, which is why I said it's going to be hard for them to really get Dak to do what he wants because of the salary cap. This is true. So is either Dak can either adjust to what's going on with that or he's just going to have to leave Dallas altogether and go to a team that was going to pay him. It's just that plain well, and simple. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to see about that one, though. We're definitely gonna have to see about that. Um, that that's why Patrick Mahomes got that money because he produces. That's why he got the money. Well, he but the only thing I don't man. like about but the only thing I don't like about his contract though was he only got sixty three of that guaranteed. That's the only thing I didn't like. Say that one more time. He got $63 million guaranteed out of that contract. Well, I mean... I mean, that's still a good enough what, you for expect? a person that's broke. But, you know what I mean? However, I think he could have got a little more than that. But
You still there? Okay, so like I said before, um, I'm gonna kind of remind everybody of the Barry Sanders deal. Do you remember that deal? Yeah. Okay, you remember how the Detroit Lions wanted to sign Barry Sanders to a current contract, such as this one right here, but Barry Sanders turned that contract down and said he didn't want to stay with the Detroit Lions that long, you know, and he got quarterbacks getting paid this same amount of money. And for longer deal and uh, longer term deals going mm -hmm. down. So, how do you think this fares off against other? Uh, how do you think that fares off against that deal from Barry Sanders up until now? Well, to be honest, as far as Barry Sanders, I don't, he didn't want to play anymore. For one, it wasn't it had nothing to do with the contract. He just didn't want to play anymore. Like, he had gotten tired of playing, so he really didn't want to play anymore. And it had nothing to do with the contract that he was going to offer. As far as the Patrick Mahomes thing, Barry Sanders did produce every season enough for him to get that type of money. He did. It's just he didn't want to play anymore. Patrick Mahomes, he still had two years left on his deal, but he pretty much outplayed his rookie deal. Pretty, pretty much. much. He outplayed it. So... But you got to think about it, too. The Chiefs did what they did because they wanted him to be locked in. That They they knew point blank, well, period, that be, he know, was their quarterback in the future. In, yeah. But how long do you think – do you think if he gets hurt or do you think if something was to happen to uh, Patrick with Holmes or something like that, though, do you really think that – um? this deal is anybody else will pick up this kind of deal or this kind of money that he's worth right now? Well, to be honest with you, they have that worked out of his contract. If he was to get hurt or get injured, he's still going to get like $170 million regardless. Right. But I'm saying if he was to get traded somewhere else or oh, no. be asked I don't for see, a trade, I, really, like I, don't, I don't really see nobody picking it up unless it's the Cowboys or something like that or whatever. I doubt I'm just throwing I something out there because you yeah. have some teams that do have that type of cash, but I don't see him asking for no trade, though. I wouldn't see him asking for a trade anyway, period, though. But, you know, some quarterbacks do have a declining year. And you signed this man for fit for 10-plus years. Yeah, he already had two on his deal, and then they just signed him to 10 more. So pretty much he's yeah. locked in as the Chiefs franchise quarterback. Pretty much. So I mean, and if he didn't want to, if he didn't want to be a chief, he wouldn't have signed a contract. So he still wants to be a chief. So I mean, but that's a mega deal right there. Though. That's a, like a deal of a lifetime right there, man. You it know is. what I mean? Like that's okay, a so deal let where. Let me ask you this. Okay. So other than Patrick Mahomes, do you think there's any other quarterback in the league that deserve that type of money other than Tom Brady? Um. You know what? <laughs> Call me crazy. Call me crazy. Call me stupid. Call me whatever. But I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Dak a fair chance. 
So you say I don't that, pay five hundred. So, so you say Dak is worth five hundred million. million. I say I'll give Dak two hundred million dollars for about six years on his contract. Take a little less investment of a five hundred million dollar contract. I'll give him six million, $180 million, $180 million, roughly. I make him one of them highest paid quarterbacks in that bracket. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't give him the whole $500 million because nah, be- if you really think about it, if Dallas really wanted to invest in, and invest, or if Dak really wants to invest into the Dallas Cowboys and say their primary quarterback for over six plus years, he's going to really prove it. And he's going to really have to take his shot in those six years. If I'm paying you 160, $180 million on your contract for six years to play with us or 10 years to play with us, $200 million to play with us, you better show it on the field that you're worth that amount of money. But like you said before, like we all can agree to, arguably, this has been, he's coming off of one of his best seasons ever. Now, as far as that goes, for Dak Prescott, for real, for real, Dak has to show a little bit more, though. But with this, um, with the movement that's going on right now, give Dak his money. Give Dak a $180 million contract. But he's going to want the jackpot, though. He's going to want to come in second place. But- he's going to want to either come in second or third place. To in- He's not going to want to come in third place to anybody. But he's going to definitely want to come in second place to Patrick Mahomes, who's only been in the league the same amount of time. For, well, I almost mean, I, the same I get that. But to be honest with you, if there's anybody I think deserves more money that they should have got, instead of, even though he did sign a three-year, $84 million deal, um, Russell Wilson. I know you're going to say Kirk, family member, cousins. No, I said Russell Wilson. You know what? Russ does deserve a lot of money like that, though, too, because Russ has won a Super Bowl, and he was on his way to winning his second Super Bowl title with the Seahawks. Hey, so, hey, hey, we ain't going to talk move. about that. We ain't going to talk about We ain't going to talk about that, though. It should have been a run, not a pass, but we ain't going to talk about it. Beast mode. Um, beast mode. Beast mode. But uh, we ain't going to talk about that, though. See, I somebody was reading football for dummies that day. <laughs> no, somebody was reading the coach's handbook for dummies that day. Just saying. They pulled the, the coach he, and the probab- and the and the people that do the probabilities of this play actually working and they were reading something of a probability book that said for dummies too. But we ain't gonna talk about that now. We're not gonna talk about it. Russell Wilson deserves money, and I think the up and coming person that's coming up nowadays. Lamar Jackson deserves at least two hundred and eighty million dollar contract for or three hundred million dollars for twelve plus years because he's going to make this this uh, the Baltimore Ravens a dynasty to be dealt with. Well, in due time, we're going to see. Coming years, yeah, coming years, we're going to see what yeah. what the move is going to be for Lamar. We're going to see. Lamar Jackson deserves some money. Lamar Jackson definitely deserves. His right to play. He's taking his team. He's beating Patrick Mahomes in the regular season. He has beaten a, a lot of good players in the regular season. He he's taking the control of this team after his bad year, his bad snap the first year. You know, yeah. playing with Baltimore and that playoff that exactly. So even though he choked against Tannehill last year, but Derrick Henry was all over the ball last year. Though they ran the ball so many times, I couldn't even count it. Um, you know, they were on their way. But at the end of the day, 
change has to come. Change has to be foreseen. And like I said, Lamar Jackson deserves to get paid. And Russell Westbrook, um, Wilson, I mean, I'm sorry, not Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson deserves to get paid their money. Fair shot. Mm-hmm. They deserve to get paid. And Dak is included in all that. Well, we shall see. Although Dak has... We shall see, though. But like I said, though, if anybody deserves that money, it should be the Dak Prescott or uh, Dak should come in third or second to Lamar Jackson because Lamar Jackson has proven worthy enough to dominate not only his division, but go up against the lights of a Tom Brady and beat mm-hmm. You know, so it it all falls down to where the league will take this to and how this COVID thing will go about and everything else that comes about. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really want to see how that goes. And breaking news, Russell Westbrook did test positive for coronavirus. And uh, he is doing well. And he'll be back after he, you know, after he gets tested again and he starts to feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So, after all this fighting and everything else, I'm, like I said, to recap this show tonight, everybody, I want to leave this off with like saying like this. Change has to come. Change will come. Um, To all my D.C. fans, Washington, you know, we all knew this was going to happen. We all knew this was coming about. We kind of figured it it was coming in our bones after everybody started pulling out. Do I really do I really want the name to change? No, not really, because of what it stood for and the, the history behind it. But change had to come. Change needed to come. And I want to see what this team is going to pick up and do after the name changes and after we go into a fight to the finish this year with a new name. DJ Curry, last thoughts? Like I said, at the beginning, if you want change, you have to change. If you want your whole culture to change, you have to change everything and start fresh. So that's what we're doing. So, like I said, at the end of the day, we are changing the name, but one thing that's not going to change is the history. You can never change history. That's in the history books. You can't change it. Yep. And to recap off of Dak Prescott a little bit, though, Dak, you will get yours. Just be patient. Just be patient. And to Calvin Harmon, you know, we hope you can make a speedy recovery from your ACL injury. You know, do what you got to do to recover. Um, Washington, let's just go for this change, man. Let's go do this, man. Let's. Let's stop beating around the bush and make this change happen, man. Let's let's really go into what we need to do. I mean, what we need to do this year and make a change. And the change starts with us because we started with the man in the mirror this year. And we got to look at ourselves in our faces and say, hey, Washington, we need to change. And let's keep bleeding burgundy and gold to the future, baby. Yep, to the future. My last thing. Calvin Harmon, he did have successful surgery, so get well, give a speedy recovery. We see you next season. And for Dak Prescott, 
Sorry, bruh. But you ain't going to get that money you're looking for, bruh. So you might want to start looking for another job. I I just said, you know, be, just be patient, man. Just be patient, bro. Just be patient. I'm going to be the optimistic side of this. Just be patient. Just be patient. Your time will come. Your time will come. Maybe not into the Dallas uniform, though, but just <laughs> your time will exactly. come. Exactly. I don't know if it's going to be in a Dallas uniform, bro, but your time will come and change would happen. I know this is going to be messed well. up, but this this is going without the Dak Prescott. Only got one thing to say. Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, that's 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 messed up, dog. We, but you know what? Like the song gonna say, we gonna be all right. Look, he gonna be all right. I hope. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Hey, everybody, this, he, he gonna be all right. He gonna be all yeah. right. I hope so. But um, going on thank commercials. y'all. <laughs> okay, this is not a Donovan McNabb situation. Okay, bro. It's not a Donovan McNabb situation. But anyways, thank you all for uh, listening to another edition of the Real Sports Show. Uh, I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. Our other host, DJ Curry, live in the building. And this has been another edition of the Real Sports Show, everybody. And as the song says, we're going to be all right, baby. Hey, DJ Curry, take us out, baby. Hey, this has been another edition of the Realist Sports Show, and it's been brought to you by Cheese Nerds. No, I'm just fine. We'll see y'all later. We'll see y'all next Peace week. Peace out. Or this week, one or two. Peace. We're going to be all right. We out. <laughs>